0: Sorry, we're closed. (laughs) And now we start. Welcome back. Another episode. Sorry, we're closed. Welcome back. Question of the day, Sean. And I went a little bit more serious with this question of the day. Okay. Um, And um, very baseball related because this, as as people may have seen, um, Noah Syndergaard and Max Scherzer have somewhat of a beef going on right now. Old At
1: teammates, no. Noah Syndergaard and Max Um
0: and the Mets cur- uh, recently threw a no hitter, but a combined no hitter, where you have multiple pitchers. Yep, the uh, Angels threw a no hitter. I believe I'm pretty sure. Um, I know they were they were celebrating one, so they, yeah. And I believe it was just one pitcher. Noah Syndergaard then came out. And um, essentially uh, said that it's not the Mets no-hitter was not a real no-hitter. Uh, he also tweeted, uh, as they have this piece, I love these types of beasts. I don't know um, how much everyone else does, but I absolutely love uh, having people kind of go at each other, especially these big-time guys. Okay. Uh, but Noah Syndergaard came out 19 hours ago. Oh, and to be clear, I don't think a combined no-hitter is the same as a real no no-hit, w- one-pitcher no-hitter and ban the wave. Don't know what that means. And Mr. Met is a creep. And Richard Staff's wife is never coming back. Damn. This guy,
1: this guy hates his old team.
0: It seems that way. It seems that way. So it begs the question, Sean. What are your thoughts on is a combined no-hitter – a real no-hitter?
1: Well, the answer to the question is no. It's not. Uh, however, if you were going to be technical about it, it is. Just because it's the game was a no-hitter. Nobody hit the ball there. Okay, so nailed it there. But in terms of like, yo, it was a no-hitter. No, it wasn't. No. So it was very, it's very like technical versus like the reality. Like no, you didn't throw no hitter. You pulled a guy, and the rest of the guys picked up the slack and did the same thing. Combined no hitter, fine, but they're not like recording that uh, in like when you throw a no hitter. I mean, it's common enough where people are not. You is there like a list you think in Cooperstown of all the no hitters? Probably right.
0: Uh maybe like a database. Yeah,
1: they don't have it's common yeah. enough. It happens multiple times a season, right? Yeah, I mean there's already two. Okay, wow. Um so like two real ones?
0: So here well in your world, so notice and girl, I'll be Max Scherzer for this debate. Um the answer to the question as we you started saying is the answer is yes. It is a no hitter. Technically there's, speaking. Which is how everything is determined whether it's mm, real or not. Okay, but no. <laughs> The no, There's nothing that says – the gentleman who started the game for the Mets cannot say, hey, I threw a no-hitter. You threw no-hit uh, – five innings of no-hit baseball. That's correct. You can't go and say that you threw a no-hitter. But the Mets threw a no-hitter last night. Okay, I'm with that. So the answer is yes, it is a no hitter. Okay, fair. The definition of no hitter, it falls under the category of a no hitter.
1: I just don't, I don't want to hear you bragging about it though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the Met, the Mets as a team, the can Mets go ahead probably brag you know it. they've been through a lot. The,
0: but the Mets as a team can go brag about it. Okay. But you, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see if Scherzer threw the first five innings of that game. I don't want to see Max Scherzer being like, "Yeah, I threw no hitter last night."
1: You didn't. <laughs> Which he most certainly would not. Would never
0: do. So the answer to the question is yes, it is a real no hitter. However, the level of difficulty. Whether it's is it, if it's one or just a multitude of guys, yes, the level of difficulty for the Angels no hitter is more difficult. If
1: there is a database, does it get recorded in the database, or does it get recorded into a separate
0: combined no hitter database? I, if I had, were to guess, I would say it's in the database, but there it's like it'll like say name like team, P Wilson, J Smith, yeah, and then I'll say Mets, and then maybe names. Who in a, or I disagree.
1: I say there would be a separate database.
0: I don't think there'd be a separate database. I think it all because it's no hitters. Uh, I there might be a, it might be no hitters and then certain tabs, we single need, no hitters, we, team no hitters. We need
1: Cooperstown people on this.
0: <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll, we'll go find one guy. But um, it, there's no the answer to the question is yes. It's a no hitter. It is a real no hitter. It's something that actually happened, and it falls under the definition of a no hitter. It's a it's a no hitter. It's okay, it fine. It's up. a no
1: hitter, but it it's not a no no.
0: It is a no no. You can't just you say random no, phrases. No, because
1: now because a no hitter. Yeah, well, I just I just did it. <laughs> a no hitter is the technical the technical term, but the no no is you know we got a no no going here. It's yeah, we. Yeah, me and the pitcher on the mound. <laughs> I'm part, of, I'm part of this. I'm part of this. <laughs> when we get into the slang terms, I don't want to hear you referring to a team no-no.
0: No, there is a team no-no. There, no, I very much disagree with what that.
1: What does no-no mean? No-no means the singular human on the mound has <laughs> okay. not has not okay. given up okay. a hit yet.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, honestly, because uh, the majority of our fan base here at Sorry We're Closed is baseball fans or are baseball fans.
1: Uh, all of my fans are wondering why I keep tweeting these <laughs> baseball questions. <laughs>
0: I'm intrigued, as I always am, to see what the answer, what the, what the the thought process is here, because I think you know, I think, like, in order for you to claim that it's not a no hitter, someone has to hit the baseball and get a hit. Otherwise, it's a no hitter. It is a no hitter. So perfect. So there we go. But it's not a no no. It's a no no. No, Same that's thing. where I draw the line. Okay. No, no,
1: no. You've entered slang world, and I don't want anybody referring to uh, team effort here. We're all about individuals here. On <laughs> we're all about
0: individual statistics. <laughs> it's me against the world. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen. We'll see how the how the how it shakes out. I think this will be our closest one yet, uh, as far as a a um, a poll goes. I don't. I I don't think this will be a blowout. I think this is going to be a legitimate close one because. Again, I think it's – first off, if we have any Mets fans, we know who went there moving. <laughs> they deserve that. Yes. Uh, but I think it's going to be a close one. But moving on, moving on from question of the day to the next segment of what's, call, of what's trending in sports. Mm-hmm. I have four topics of what's trending in sports right now. Uh, we'll touch on each one of them, uh, and we'll start with a topic that starts with your Yankees being called out by the Houston Astros' owners, Jim Crane, Saying uh, Jim Crane, I have the article and I have the quote. Obviously, everyone knows that that letter came out a little while ago. Everyone assumed that it was going to say preposterous things about the Yankees. They were saying it was going to ruin the Yankees franchise, so on and so forth. Turned out to be kind of a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, it was that they were cheating, but not nearly as bad as everyone else and they was. Were
1: basically admitting that everybody else was doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, everyone kind of did it, yeah. but like the Astros did it way worse, which is what everyone thought right. was the case anyway. Which,
1: yeah, they were.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, based off of certain things, uh, we have certain insights. Whacking
1: that, trash cans.
0: Yes, whacking trash cans seems to be a bit much. Um, but, you know, to each their own. I, I heard some things about the Yankees during my playing days that would lead me to believe they were treating, cheating pretty, pretty aggressively. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I, I got to imagine there was a, aggressive cheating. I think everyone is. Um, But Jim Crane came out and said, uh, Patty Cashman kind of spoke poorly of the Astros and how much they were cheating. Um, Jim Crane kind of came out and said, uh, there's a letter and you were doing it too. You were there, dude. What are you talking about? If I was one of the teams and I knew our team was doing it, I'd keep my mouth shut and just go about our business. But listen, I can only control what's going on here. I can't control what what the other guys do. (laughs) And, you know, he's got a point.
1: Wait, he's saying he's saying that if you were doing it too, you should just shut up.
0: Yes, if you're cheating as well, and obviously, you know, I think, and this is similar to it's kind of goes to my point here with the Yankees and other teams, is you're probably doing more than what you get caught for. Always, and. Certainly, baseball, in my opinion, likes to cover these stuff up because they don't want scandals. No of one course. does, even though they're trying to keep the integrity of the game. They don't want scandals, but I kind of agree with them. You know, it, you you know your guys are cheating. They might not be j- banging trash cans like the Astros were, which was aggressive, but you know you got your guys are cheating. You know, just wh- why are you even talking about them?
1: Well, I agree. I, I I think that I think that the Yankees, unless you are being,
0: I mean. Uh,
1: how? I mean, th- there was some pretty good evidence, and I guess there could be cherry picking. But how helpful is it to know what pitch is coming? It's incredibly helpful,
0: unbelievably. And so what, did say say the guys- Yanke- what did they say? What
1: did what did they say the Yankees were doing? They were like doing stuff with Apple Watch, right?
0: Yeah, they were doing Apple Watch stuff, relaying signs somehow. Uh, I don't remember exactly how. I think it seemed like the difference was people were doing things. Were they getting like? Was it uh,
1: nobody? The Astros were the only ones that we know of that were. In real time, delivering del- yes,
0: without a guy on second, right? That's that was the. Uh, that I have
1: the, no. Pro- I personally have no problem with the guy on second. But that's not cheating. Yeah, no, that's I have, I have no problem with that. I know it's against the unwritten rules, but I have no if problem I with that. much
0: against the unwritten rules, it's because if it was against the unwritten rules, you wouldn't change up your signs. Yeah, it's 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 just you don't you you're no you, you're supposed to as a pitcher mix up your signs, yeah. so they can't do it. Right, they, but it, like I don't, right. no one, not many people get thrown at right. for stealing signs.
1: So. I my interest is like, you know, in my days with sports teams, you know, there's just there are things that get done that are, you know, not necessarily legal, but legal is not even the right word. This is not like the like, I don't know, but it's like there's there's some gray area stuff that gets done uh, in, in everywhere. And, you know, it's something that everybody knows is happening. Like everybody knows in baseball that pitchers have sunscreen on them somewhere. Right like the sunscreen and rosin That's a thing we we know that that's happening We've all seen it Uh, But everybody's doing it like I'm not worried about This guy doing it because You know whatever Uh, so if everybody's Out there you know picking up signs like I Know with the Diamondbacks I don't know I Have no nothing I know of them Cheating of anything but I know that Their video room was right next to The dugout I saw that Um, So I know that probably like That in all of the other parks or at least most Of the other parks And uh, I would imagine that a lot of teams were doing some sort of like, go back there, let me see what's going on, Uh, you know, potentially Apple Watch stuff. So maybe that was really commonplace and everybody was doing it. I think if you're being egregious, I mean, they were just, I mean, flaunting it, that they were just like whacking these trash cans and going. I think that you deserve to be caught. Um, 100%. But I still don't know that if I was the Yankees that I would be on my high horse about it. I'm sure they were butthurt. They got knocked out of the playoffs. Um, and by a team that was f- blatantly cheating. It might have been one of those things where, like, and it was known around baseball, right? Like, you're talking about that for a while. Uh, and, you know, th- I think that. Uh, Man, I totally lost my train of thought, but it's just like it was known around baseball that they were cheating, and it might be one of those things where it was like, how is nobody talking about this? Yeah, like how are, how are we getting? We just got knocked out of playoffs. I'm assy about this, and and these guys are over here banging. Tra- how are we not talking about this? So it might have been like an emotional reaction or something.
0: Yeah, honestly, to me, and this so this goes back to the rule. A lot of people, this is kind of a a weird rule that not everyone knows about. But when you talk about pitchers' substances on their hands. The rule was, at least in the old CBA, the rule was that the umpire himself could not go out and ask if you had something on your hand. They had to be told by the opposing manager to go check. The reason that was put into place was because everyone knows everyone's doing it, and the only thing they wanted to stop was egregious action. So if you keep that same thought process in mind, if other teams are not... Not going after the Astros with their trash can bang, which we all seem to think is egregious. Why didn't the other teams think it was egregious enough to be the ones to rat on them? That is,
1: I mean, that is a that is an that is an outstanding point. And that, you got to imagine that everybody was doing something. Everybody was kind of in the. Uh, and I think that I love Alex Cora. I, I, I I'm I'm glad that he got another chance in Boston. Of course, but I think that him getting another chance is bit a bit of an admission by the whole league that. We're we're all doing something
0: here. Yeah. And again, it, if, if you don't think ba- people are cheating in baseball, you're dumb. Like everyone talks about um, steroids being out of baseball. If you think steroids are out of baseball, you're dumb. Like it's obviously not what it was. Right. Uh, but it's still there. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I just think it was special. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, and you know, a lot of people hated it. Uh, looking back and be like, oh, you know, you got these many home runs. I like. I mean, as a kid going through the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry oh. Bonds era. I mean, you can't, You there's not. So fun. There, I, there's so much fun. It, it's just. We
1: never even, it never crossed our mind that these guys went sterilized. <laughs> no, we didn't give a shit. As yeah. kids
0: were looking to be entertained and have fun. Like waking up every morning before Cedar Drive Middle School mm-hmm. in Colts Neck, New Jersey. The, checking the press. Going, go, not even checking the press, but going to Sports Center and watching this, the Mark McGuire-Sammy Sosa race. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the top thing you talk about every single time. Did yeah. they, did they hit a homer? Yeah. Did they hit a homer? Which they always did. And they always freaking did. It, it, it's just, it, it was so much fun. So anyway, regardless of that being fun, um, I, I'm with Jim Crane in the sense that I think that everyone was cheating. I wouldn't say a word anyway, but I've always operated that way in my life where I'm just, I just don't care enough to talk about you. Yeah. Uh, I much prefer to talk about myself all, at all times. <laughs> um, so... You know, if I would have to be one hundred percent sure that my guys aren't cheating,
1: I am. I am as a Yankee fan with Jim Crane on this. Let's all shut the hell up. Let's yeah. move on. We're, done, move on. Here. We're, We're done. done here. We're done. We don't need to keep dragging this We're out. We're
0: done. We're done. All right, next topic: Pete Alonzo, and this is something that me and you will see, and this is the reason why I put it in our what's trending topics. Is Pete Alonzo still writes in his marble notebook four years into the big leagues? <laughs> and now I'm sure, as marble notebook, a, yeah, especially as a as a strength coach who uh, was on the uh, the bench a lot. Uh, you're in the dugout quite a bit, uh, whereas I was in the bullpen towards the end of my career. You see a lot of those hitters writing down their at bats and seeing and making general notes about their at bats. I don't think out. I've
1: seen that a single time.
0: Well, maybe oh, that's weird. I saw it quite frequently in in baseball. Uh, you see hitters taking out their notebooks after an at bat and writing down what they did and what Are they real? did. Yeah. I saw it quite a bit. Austin Meadows used to do it. I don't know if he still does. Uh, Pete Alonzo, I'm trying to... I, I, had, I don't have guys at the top of my head besides those two, huh. but there are. There were plenty. Um, and they just like to make mental notes of, hey, this is what this guy did to me. This is what this had. This is what I felt here. Or things like that, just to kind of make yourself a little bit of a better hitter. Uh, but Pete Alonzo, four years into the big leagues, I'm sure he did in the minor leagues, still does that to this day. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I think it's great. I think Obviously, it's it, working for him. Yeah, I think... I think uh I mean, I think you stick with what's working. Um, I mean, kudos to him. I know he's—I know he has some prominence now. Um, but like, you know, as a newbie, I don't know. I mean, did you see that in the big leagues too? Because this is new to me. i would never heard of this.
0: I don't remember. I remember I was only in the bullpen, in the big leagues. So, so I feel like
1: as a as a newbie coming into into the the big leagues and busting out your marble notebook. I mean, is he doing it in the dugout? No, I'm sure. Um, but that, I think that I think that I I give I give a lot of respect and kudos to him for that. Um, and I look, I mean, baseball's as as big of a routine sport as I have ever seen. Certainly. Um, and you know, sticking superstitious and sticking with what's working, and uh, so I, I, you know, I I commend him. I think that that's I think that's cool.
0: Yeah, I like it. I I, I was never a big notebook guy. I used to write down stuff. Um. Uh, every now and again i was just that was never a mental like a huge mental guy and when i got into the mental part of my game i ended up ruining my career uh but i i, I like baseball as a routine oriented sport this is what i do this is how i do it i used to i was big on doing the same thing whether i did bad or good um it just it, it's it, i i enjoy that part of the game and the in the thought that's one of the reasons i like watching the game still is you see a lot of guys that say, Oh, I had to take time off from watching baseball. I never felt that way myself. But like, I enjoy watching, and this is why baseball was boring. Um, I enjoy the, the pitch sequencing. The, you know, okay, this guy, uh, especially watching the Red Sox, because I can pretty much call Christian Vasquez's game for him, because I know exactly how Christian Vasquez calls games, regardless of the pitcher that's up. Um, and I enjoy that. I'd be like, Okay, he just, you know, you know we've talked about when we watch the Yankee games here. You know, if, oh, the guy just, the guy just, you know, buzz one, buzz one under his chin, and now he goes away. Right. Uh, you, you just because you thought about, it, like, you think about just, just mental human, psychi- uh, simple human psychology, is if this guy swung at one up here, or even if he didn't swing at one, but let's say he did swing at one, because that's the easiest way to talk about. It. He just swung at one up here. He's pissing himself. because he just swung at a ball underneath it. Now his first thought: see the ball down, see the ball down. He's not looking for spin anymore. He's now just looking for see the ball down. And now you throw that slider or that splitter or that curveball where it starts where he wants it to. He's got a split second to make a decision. Starts where he wants it to. you got a great chance of him swinging at it in the dirt. And, again, it's just basic human psychology. I remember being on the, pitch, on the pitcher's mound as a as a pitcher but um, and being like, well, he knows slider down's coming. Why would I throw that again? And it's you, at yeah. the time you think, oh, they have to know yeah. this. You don't realize that they're just so pre-programmed. Yeah. To know to be like I gotta look for the ball down here. I yeah. can't swing at that again. That, um, that it's a you, chess match. Yes, it's a chess match, and I and I absolutely absolutely love that stuff. Um, third topic: Tom Brady signing a pre a pre a pre retirement deal to join Fox for now there's been speculation i did not see the speculation but there's been speculation on what exactly the terms of the deal are okay however i saw them in the pat mcafee show i didn't get what the terms that he was hearing about though uh but the terms that were reported originally was 375 million for 10 years i saw that um thoughts
1: i mean go get him, tiger i think it's I, I, tom brady doesn't strike me as like the announcer type um I, I, I mean, I'm certainly excited to, to see him in that role. Um, but he seems like a more of like the Michael Jordan, like I'm around the game. Uh, I'm an ambassador to the game, but I don't I'm, like I don't see him like even Peyton Manning, like Peyton Manning isn't the announcer type to me. Um, like Tony Romo, even beforehand, I would have said like that's the type of guy that you could see wind up in broadcasting. I didn't know he'd be as good as he is, but his contract's incredible, too. But no, I mean, I I think it's nice. I think that, I think that. I mean, obviously, he's he probably thinks it's lovely, um, but I think it's as expected to get the greatest of all time to to join your team, and I like the move by Fox to get it early.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I I somewhat disagree, and which is good for the podcast. Uh, but I somewhat disagree. Tom Brady, I, I've seen him. I've seen him do some stuff before. Seems like you got a pretty solid personality. Yeah, I agree. The thing that I like about Tom that I that I is where I feel like I differ from you in the thoughts and the comparison between him and Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan seemed. He, I'm sure he was very analytical, but I never got really got to see that side of him. So you just see like this raw talent mm-hmm. that is like like it just it's just it's this guy overwhelm out there. you. Yes. Um, Whereas Tom Brady is not an unbelievable athlete, as we've seen in those combines and everyone likes to point Mm. out that picture he has. Uh, But you haven't seen really that raw athletic ability. It's more calculated. I can't imagine what he goes up to the up to the line. And what he's seeing, and that's why I wanted Peyton Manning to go do it because that guy was unbelievable yeah. at that.
1: Well, he do- I think Peyton Manning has done that detail thing a few times. Okay,
0: I kind of. It well, wasn't that a Kobe thing. It too? was a
1: Kobe thing, and now a lot of people have done it. Okay,
0: um, but to to hear, I mean, everyone talks about how I love listening to Tony Romo. I got. I tell mean, you.
1: he is. He spectacular. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
0: I love listening to Tony Romo, uh, but I, and I'm I'm hopeful that Tom's similar because, uh, yeah. you know, I. I I never want to tune in to hear an announcer. I don't really care or whatever. But I, like, I a, mon- like some- a Monday night football game, Sean on Fox. You know, me and you playing each other in fancy football, and then we have both of our quarterbacks going. Mm-hmm. Listening to Tom Brady break down. I would be looking forward to hear what Tom Brady's saying. As these guys agree. Get to the Agreed.
1: line. Agreed. Ter- uh, with uh, you know, in terms of, or as, as opposed to like a Joe Buck. Yes. Where it's just like this guy's just going to call the game. Yes. He's not going to yes. like when and I'm sure when, when does, Tony does, Romo is, is Buck a Fox guy. So it would be so, teamed yeah. up with a guy like Buck. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll probably be yeah, it would be Buck. Um, I think it would be, but uh, I like when yeah, when Romo does when he's like okay, they you know they just ran up the gut here. You're probably gonna see them go in motion, and then there goes the guy in motion, uh, and then he's gonna run a quick slant here, dig right there, and that guy's gonna go long, and this guy's gonna be open right here, and it happens. You're just sitting there like, damn, yeah. like that is freaking sweet. So. I think that I yeah it would be cool to to be able to see Tom Brady do that and uh, and I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll really you know prepare for it and kind of pour himself into that yeah with the huge void of not having football in your life anymore but uh, I don't I just never I think maybe because he's like a goat like you just yeah, expect you, just assume, you don't expect like he just doesn't he yeah doesn't know it would be doing. weird if like Michael Jordan or LeBron James were calling games like they're the goats like that's yeah, you know no, what I mean I get you I get so you so like you just kind of assume that they're just like they always have that like reserved yeah. goat status and I'm yeah i'm over here just being a goat
0: <laughs> I, I like that point though yeah. I, I could see my i could i can kind of get on board with that, yeah. that this is the goat yeah and he doesn't come and talk about and
1: movie. even at the same time like what if he's like not that good and then like we don't kind like where he has like bad it. takes or even like he doesn't like i oftentimes when i see tony romo go uh or tony yeah, tony romo i'm like man if he got these things wrong like this would be this would be way less cool and it would be like it would be it would, it would make this, like, brutal. Yeah. If, like, Tom's getting things wrong or, like, the game evolves and, yeah. and Tom's getting things wrong or he's just, like, stutters over his words or something, everyone's going to think less of the goat. Yeah, that's you know? true.
0: That's true. And the last thing, and this is not really something that was trending, but it's trending in my life. And mm-hmm. this is why I put it on here as the fourth option. And it's, I, I, I'm, I'm quoting it as general umpiring. Now we've seen a few things this year, a little bit too much for my taste, right? Okay. And I'm sure I haven't seen everything, which is, makes it even more so too much for my taste. It I, I it feels like umpire egos. Hmm. Um you see, you see at first it starts with the Mass and Bump Garner being being having that little episode. Oh, that was really weird. That was fucking weird. Um you know, I've seen even as a Red Sox fan, I've seen Aaron Judge time and time again get get balls at his shins, get called for strikes. Um, last night, we see Kevin Plawecki at the at the plate uh, for the Red Sox in a in a tie ball game in the seventh, I believe, bases loaded, three two count, ball at his shins, s- several inches below the strike zone, get rung up on, and that's a huge moment for especially a struggling Red Sox team. Um, he ends up getting tossed. Alex Cora comes out. He gets tossed. I thought, the, I thought the toss on Ploiecki was a bit quick. Cora was pretty animated. I can kind of understand him getting tossed. But it just feels as though, it, as far as the low ball is concerned, it feels as though that maybe Major League Baseball is pushing to have more low strikes. Now, it doesn't seem on brand. For, for, for baseball, because they want homers. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they want to shrink the strike zone, not expand it, especially not expand it low. So it's, it's, it seems off-brand for them to do that. Uh, so that seems weird. Uh, but the biggest one, and I'm going to dive into your Yankees again, and this, is, this goes into our next, um, our next uh, topic, which I just want to talk about Red Sox-Yankees, as we always do. But we'll start this off with the Yankees talk. They're playing the Blue Jays two nights ago, and um, John Carlos Stanton, I believe, uh, it's, or him or Judge. So they're so huge; it's, it's hard to stand it's, it's, it's hard to we're not really paying that. It's hard to decide which, which one's which. But John Carlos Stanton hits a home run, and in um, Little League ballpark. Yeah, Little League ballpark. But it's, you know, whatever. I'm over here in that shit. Unless it's against the Red Sox, then I'm pissed. But um, hits a home run. The next pitch. Is a is at is in the guy's is in Donaldson's back, I believe. Um now the Yankees were furious. They they kind of get to the to the to the whatever it is, the edge of the dugout. Um and the umpires not originally tossed the guy. It wasn't like a you're gone. There have been no warnings given at this time. And uh they converse, they come out, and they toss him. Uh obviously the Blue Jays are furious. I don't think it was intended. Someone had put a statistic up on Twitter that he had Is only... Is there any sort of pre-beef? Not to my understanding. And if you listen to Michael Kay, because he's calling the game in yeah. the highlight I posted, he's, he's completely baffled why yeah. they got thrown out. I, I, that's, so that's I can't I imagine. I wasn't watching the game. But if Michael Kay can't understand why he's thrown out, it means there probably was nothing prior. Um, this gentleman apparently hadn't hit someone. He only hit like two guys in the last year. So okay. everyone's like, oh, okay. But, and it was square in the guy's back. So I completely understand all of that. However, you see the reaction of the Blue Jays catcher. He's pissed that it happened. Um, the Blue Jays are obviously furious. This guy get tossed. I it just I, to me in a three-three ball game, as an umpire, the best you can do if you come out of that is warn, warn warn the benches, because in my view, you got to be talking in there that hey, it doesn't see the situation doesn't yeah, call for someone in getting hit. Yeah, the situation doesn't call. Just because a home run was just hit. The situation does not call for someone to get hit. It's specifically with the top two teams in the division, although right. the Rays have recently jumped the Jays because they've lost like four or five in a row. But it just doesn't call for it. So to make that call seems outlandish.
1: I, I mean, it makes me wonder if like things are being said on the field that you know maybe we're not privy to. I um, feel like that would probably come out somehow. Uh, but, I mean, I... I that particular situation, yeah, that seems that seems silly and, and weird, but you know that happens sometimes in football too, where like you, they'll go review a play, and then they'll come back out, and it's like uh, like you know it's like they'll call a targeting or a pass interference, and you're like, what are you looking at there? Yeah, you know, and and you know like sometimes like the real like letter of the legislation in the in the rule book is indicating that it should be uh, one thing, even though, like, to the to the naked eye, it's like, what are you doing here? So, uh, you know, I wonder if there's something in the rule book. Uh, I wonder if there is things being said on the field, uh, or is it just a straight... I always find it harder to believe that they blew it after a conversation. Yeah. That is odd to me.
0: It's odd to me as well. And so now, take us to the next, next inning. Yankees pitchers out there, the Yankees guy out there, it seems to have been – I think it was uh, Bichette, right? Yeah, it looks like Bichette. And someone had mentioned that it was the second pitch of the at-bat. Let me quickly tell you guys uh, at home that the second pitch of the bat means nothing. If I don't want to get thrown out or my team doesn't ask me – they don't want me out of here, you throw the first pitch away just to set it up, and then you go in. And he might not even want to hit Bichette. He just might want to send a message that, hey, you hit our guy. We're going to be up there, too. It was some high cheese. It was some high cheese. Here's the problem. I agree. As I tweeted, you've set a precedent now. You cannot throw a guy throw a guy out for hitting someone without a warning. Toss him, and then this, this happened next inning, and there's no toss. You have to toss him. You've, you've set the precedent now that this has happened. You have to you, you you said such an unbelievable precedent that you're gonna control this ball game. this is not going to get out of hand. <laughs> and the Yankees just said, no, fuck off. We're still gonna do this and you let it go. you just you just have you, you can't you can't do it. you have to toss the guy. Um, and it's again, it's it's bad umpiring. it's just flat out bad umpiring. I agree that
1: that that one seems like a real a real a real missed opportunity there. They should it is. Uh, does the MLB? I don't think they do this where they come out and they say like say sometimes if it's a missed call or not. I NBA can't does a, doesn't. Does the NFL do that too? Um, uh, I think they do actually. I know I, the, I, a, NBA does like a two, under two minute review okay. of the. I officially. mean, this
0: it, it goes to a deeper thing with me about you know what the fuck are we doing? I don't understand. Still understand how why you why all, somehow umpires are. Are immune from criticism in in the media without getting fined. Like if you that do, is interesting. Like if you do a bad job, you do a fucking bad job. Like we're paying you out there. Like everyone, like there there was um another uh, quote that people were talking about, and this is very little league, to say that you need to uh, anything close. You swing. No, anything close is when you're playing in middle school and you have a, a junior in high school umpiring your game. <laughs> you don't want to leave it in that Jabroni's yeah. hands, you, you know. You, you have to you have to swing at anything close. And now you could always say in a tough game, you know, that was close enough. No, these guys have had years and years of training. You expect me to be great at the plate. You expect me to be great on the pitcher's mound. I expect you to be good behind the plate. Agreed. You got to be I good do, behind the
1: plate. I do think that I do think you got to protect the umpires a little bit, though.
0: I don't see why you're supposed. You have a job to do. Why can't I criticize?
1: Well, I you? just think I think in order to do that job, it. If you're criticizing me, I'm a human, and it might affect me. It really might. And and I well, while the letter of the law says like don't let it influence you, does not matter. Do your job. It still does. Well, so if, uh, I
0: get th- criticized all the time. So do so do managers.
1: Well, I mean that's well that's by the fans.
0: No, but it's also by other teams. You can I'm, guys yell at other guys across the, from the media.
1: Well, I think the, the umpires take a lot of crap. and
0: you're, you're literally not allowed to say a word to the media about the umpires. Oh, no, no, I understand. I, I can
1: su- say something about the but other I'm team. But o- I'm saying I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm saying, why am I allowed to say something about the other players and the other manager and not like them and not get fined while I can't speak about the other guy plan- uh, on the field? Okay. You, everyone should get criticized. This is your job. I don't give a fuck about you being a human. No, I, I agree. You but are, I, you're supposed I, to be I just think their
1: job—I think their job in particular—is is much m- m- more influenced. I mean, we talk about in basketball all the time about how the coaches. Part of your job is to just ride the refs because you get it. Just you get more calls. So I think like you like it is a heavily influenced position, and I'm—I don't know that this is their their stance on it, but like I would be trying to limit the influence. Uh, I can't imagine being behind the. I know if they're professionals and this is their job, but it'd be so hard to be behind the plate and just getting smoked by the fans and not try to give a couple a couple well, a couple. The gimmies. fans are smoking them anyway. Yeah.
0: But I just I I just I am. You are at the, the highest level. Are I maybe, you more
1: willing to throw somebody out if they're bitching about you in the media? Maybe, maybe you are, but they, you're
0: not a professional then, and you need to be moved out. Uh, I it, mean, I think it's a fair argument. Yeah, I, my thing always, you know, I never made excuses about. When I sucked, I sucked out there. This is what it is. Yeah, could I probably had a coach here or there maybe help me through me sucking? But at the end of the day, it was still me. I'm the one that sucked. Um, I just – I can never get on board. I never got on board. There there have been players that have gotten upset about getting criticized and the fans booing them, et cetera. Listen, this is part of your job. You are a professional. You're a professional umpire at the highest level in Major League Sports. You have, you, you have to be good, and you, well, how, why, why am I protecting your feelings? You know, if you, if you get criticized— <laughs> oh Boy, that would be a full send if they took that out. And they should. Let me tell you <laughs> something. Well, because if they suck, they suck. And I think people would be more fair than you think. It, it, when you're missing calls by inches—inches inches are huge in, in, in the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. If their ball is borderline running the thing, you miss a call, you miss a call. But it, when you're talking about a guy mid-shin calling strikes— you know, you deserve to be criticized. I don't care what anyone says, and I, you know, there's going to be plenty of guys throughout the year that that take the fine, of course, to say something because they want to say something. But I just, I just don't, I don't believe in protect when you're a professional at the highest level. I don't believe in in protecting your feelings, I, I, or protecting the influence. If you're not, if you can be influenced in that way, then maybe you shouldn't be umpiring the Major League Baseball game. I think that's a fair argument. So, um, however, to continue on the Yankee train, Yankees are are. Uh, they like the best team in baseball.
1: Yeah, I really, I'm really very surprised by this. They're, they're they're fantastic. Yeah, they're hitting the ball great. Um, They're pummeling teams. Pummeling
0: teams. they pummeling good teams. Yeah, I almost went to the game last week.
1: They had a oh, really? random 1 o'clock game, and I was like, maybe I'll just, it was just yeah. like $19 a $19 I got to tell you, it's
0: great for business for the Bars. Uh, Yankees being good Yankees day game yesterday, followed by an event we had at the, the Bar. Day game yesterday? Yeah. And they beat the Blue Jays like 5-3, did well. I mean, and even so, looking even with the Donaldson getting hit, you saw the entire Yankee team get up to the fence, like that, that's a team that's in the game. That's a team that is excited to be playing. And, you I know, got
1: guys who've been around a while now. You yeah, know, they're in, like, in New York.
0: In, in, in a lot of these like what happened to the Red Sox, you maybe see some of the guys get up to the fence. They probably don't think it's anything. Like the Yankees, they're like they're excited to be at well, the ballpark. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an they're, exciting time. It's fun right yeah. now. And you see the entire Yankee Stadium behind them. You're starting to see less empty seats in Yankee Stadium. Like this is an exciting time to be in the Bronx right now. This team is really freaking good.
1: Yeah, pitching better than I thought too.
0: Yeah, they're 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 firing on all cylinders right now. They're playing as a team. They're doing exactly what the Red Sox can't right now, which is play as a freaking team. They don't just don't have it in them like the like the, like the Yankees do, and that's why it's the difference between the first team, the best team in the AL East, and the worst team in the AL East. Uh, yeah, the Red Sox got like three Didn't players like that hit right coming. now. The entire Yankee lineup is hitting. Um and, you know, people are I, I brought up on the podcast last night. Is there is there is, you know, is there a chance right now that, you know, Xander Bogart ends up in pinstripes? Well, I mean, I think yet.
1: I know I don't think that's going to happen just because of the Yankees Red Sox thing. But he's a free agent at the end of the year. Oh, you mean like that? OK, then definitely. Yeah, possible. they're, they're, they're going to trade him. No. then Yeah, definitely possible. But I don't think the Red Sox don't have any like horses in the lineup. They got I mean Xander
0: Bogaerts, JD Martinez are oh, JD, JD. Xander JD, Borgos is good. the JD's uh has like is like the second best player in the in the at Major League Baseball behind Mike Trout right now. Oh uh, okay. That, and like, there's one of these advanced statistics. I, I saw it on a So
1: my comment was just egregious. Yeah, egregious. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Z- Xander, Xander JD and Rafael Devers are some of the three best hitters in baseball. Well the season they're just, they're just the only ones hitting.
1: Yeah. The the season is young. Um but I I've I, I, is intriguing to me that uh, I was. I'm surprised by the Red Sox struggles uh, to this point, and I am surprised that the Yankees are doing as well as they're doing. But uh, the Yankees are the dog days are coming.
0: Dog days of summer are coming. But when you're having this much fun in the baseball field, when you show up to the field every day, yeah, it sets a tone, man. This much fun it sets a tone. Uh, you know, it, it is. It is. It could be a really fun year in the Bronx, and I mean, we're already seeing it. Where, like I said, I you know, this is something that we can talk more business wise, but you already see it. Like I said, in my bars, you know, yesterday Yankees win. It's a it's a fairly nice day out, certainly. It's a nice day out. But the Yankees win. I get over to the bar for this event. You just see pinstripe jerseys off mm-hmm. the train. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we, you know th- the bars are probably doing 50%, 60% more sales than we typically do. Well, they know? always
1: talk about the economic influence of... I remember you used to talk about that all the time about how LeBron was... Like the economic impact of LeBron on downtown Cleveland was unbelievable. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. It, and it is. It, 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 people... It's something I never thought about until post my career. It's something I never thought about until Scott Boris mentioned to me about how when you're talking about CBA agreements, how let's not just talk about the, the how much money they're bringing in on the field. Let's talk about also how much real estate they've purchased around mm-hmm. the around the field yeah. and how much money they're making out there. Yeah, um, it's a brilliant, brilliant you know business plan. Is it, you know putting buying Fenway Park, buying uh, the Red Sox, and then having uh, how much real estate they have around the mm-hmm. ballpark. And then bring your your team, brings in thousands and millions and millions of people throughout the year yeah. to your other places as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's it's, I'm, I see it. You know, how far is it? Uh, you take the train, Sean. How far is it from the Bronx to Hoboken?
1: I mean, like by miles?
0: No, no, no. We're talking about train ride. Like 45 how? Forty-five
1: minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it
0: will be outside say fair about 45 minutes so 45 minutes and guys are st- people are still getting off the trains excited about the Yankee game and wanting to go keep drinking at the bars because you, know, yeah. you, know, you know that travel ruins your excitement
1: and win and losses ruin your excitement
0: yes you lose ah son of you know whatever let's, just, yeah. let's call it yeah. uh, but you have the travel and the losses ruin your excitement when you're winning
1: they get you out of there quick. That's I, yeah, I've right noticed. Trains, trains not far away. It's right across the street. Yeah, trains not far uh, away. The Mets you get, have an unbelievable. If you
0: happen to have something, which I doubt you do, but if you happen to have, let's say, a few things in your purse, <laughs> you have a few drinks. <laughs> well, everyone's you know
1: everyone's happy on the train if
0: you yeah, get the exactly. win. Oh, let's like, go to Green Rock. Let's go to McSwilbo's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's fun. It's fun. Next thing you know, you're talking to a good-looking girl. And now she wants to right. go to the that bar. Tends, that tends That's to uh, 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 a drag things out. The Yankees have lost a 43 to nothing, and that girl wants to go to the bar, you're going to the bar. Uh, but on, t- uh, on the back end of that, the Red Sox have just been an absolutely atrocious. But I will say, Alex Cora shaved his beard. They're the worst team in the American League. American League East, I think. Oh, I don't God. think they're the worst team in the American League. But they're the worst team in the Ma- American League East. Um, but we just had a two-game set with the Braves, and I thought we looked pretty good. Um, we split the series. We were one bad call, probably from winning that game, um, and that team that we saw against the Braves. And I said this last night in the podcast, but that team we saw against the Braves was not the same team that lost two out of three to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, oh, two out of three to we. Yeah, I don't think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, shout out Tyler on the on the Kravis pod. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think the Red Sox have won a series all year. And. Like I said, the team that we saw last night, the last two days against the Braves, it's a different team, much better uh, plate appearances, uh, and the approach to the plate has been significantly better uh, if we continue that, we'll turn around here a little bit and give ourselves an opportunity. We just really need a few guys like Verdugo. We need Kike Hernandez at the top of the order. We need these guys to hit because we're really, literally, solely relying on Xander Bogart, Shady Martinez, and Rafael Devers.
1: Where's my guy Travis Shaw? What's he up to? Come uh, on.
0: He, uh, you haven't been paying attention, obviously. I, yeah, I wouldn't imagine <laughs> you two. Travis <laughs> Shaw is no longer on the Red Sox.
1: <laughs> well, he was earlier in yeah, the year, he though, wasn't he?
0: Oh. He hasn't been doing well. He wasn't doing well, and you know, we all root for Travis. Travis, me good and man. Sean are, are good man. I, I would still call us friends with Travis, even though we don't speak anymore. Uh, good man, really good guy. We went down to Puerto Rico with him uh, and played for. Uh, well, we played uh, for uh, for Caguas with Alex Cora. He Specifically, played, you played. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think he played, played for cards for, in the clubhouse. He played for Santurce.
1: What are the freaking
0: cookies that? I wanted to get those. Remember
1: those cookies they used to have? They were like Vienna fingers. They were like round Vienna fingers they used to have. Oh, yeah. They are Puerto Rican cookies. They had them in the clubhouse. Yeah. I would sit there. i eat them the entire game.
0: <laughs> I just, I'll just, i still never forget playing cards with Matt Murrell. Our Matt Murrell is our trainer in Puerto Rico. I was playing cards with Sean and Matt Morell because I didn't think I was pitching that day. And they come running into the clubhouse saying, Pat is warming up. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, That wasn't good. I had I got fined for that one. Uh, but that, that was some good times. But Travis Shaw, I don't know that he got picked up anymore. Uh, You know, If he got DFA and he didn't let free agency, he could certainly. He,
1: he's been around a while. Let's see. He, he could certainly could be down in. Let's check it
0: out. In, w- I don't even. I still don't know how to pronounce. Worcester. Worcester. Wor- 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 Worcester. Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Worcester, Mass, right? Worcester, yeah. They spelled so fucking weird. Worcester. Things. Worcester. Worcester. Uh, but it just it hasn't been good for the rest of us this year, but I have hope after that Brave series. I think they've, they've kind of turned it around, I hope, uh they the, the plate appearances were significantly better. Uh I am I'm pleased. Free uh, agent. Free agent. So he left the free agency, which makes sense as a guy who has that much big lead time. Six foot four. Um Yeah, I think he's a pretty good guy. at least six three. He was a bigger guy. I don't remember. Um anywho. Let's wrap it up, Sean. Question of the day. Let's read some of the let's read some of the the comments here. Anthony Cirillo, A C A A Cirillo, twenty one. Uh, says, I feel attacked by this question as he is a Mets fan. Um, Richard Jr. with an interesting point: Are there combined cycles? <laughs> That's interesting. That's a very interesting point.
1: Oh man, there. Um, that is that is shots fired yes. right there.
0: Jack Bertelli says, definitely feels like a no hitter for the team that got no hit. But maybe not doesn't, as much though. But it maybe. doesn't it feels like an? I feel like oh, okay, it was almost there. No, for the team that got no hit, you feel like oh. you got no hit. Oh yes, 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 yes. And yes. then they I, said, but he and he added, so exactly what you just said. Maybe not as much for the other oh, team. Okay, okay, my apologies, um, Jack. Good man, Emil, uh, Emiliano Garcia. Yes, but it's far less cooler. I think it's just far less cool. Emiliano. Jack Martelli saxophone player would love to get would love to get some 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 sax solos baseball quotes good friend of the pod baseball quotes shout out baseball quotes one on twitter um i feel that if a combined no hitter counts then so should the games in which a pitcher threw a complete game and didn't allow a hit Mad Bum from 2020, Andy Hawkins in the nineties, rain shortened games, etc. Okay, rain shortened games. How what, didn't Pedro Martinez throw like a perfect game through nine and with extra innings or something like that? That sucks. Mm, that that, is, that sucks major wang. Yeah. I feel terrible for that type of that's those types of things. <laughs> I haven't used the word wang, wang in a while, I know. <laughs> and then Casey Demonic Dem Demosh, I'm not gonna try. Demonia. That. Oh wow, that was way better. Uh, raised through a combined seven innings, no hitter in tw- in 2020. Also, I feel like that's the least real no hitter in, in history, and I would agree with that. The seven innings always feel cheap to me. Yeah. I hated when they instituted them in baseball. I'm very happy that they stopped instituting them in baseball because I thought that was stupid. Uh, but as you can see, Sean, because you you brought it up, we have 246 votes with 13 minutes left in the pod, or not in the pod, but 246 votes with 13 minutes left in the in the the poll. And we have 69.5% of baseball fans saying no, this is not a real no hitter. 30.5 saying yes. Thank you, everybody. Not as close as I would have thought it would be. However, I actually I'm surprised. I I thought I thought real I thought the people would say it's real. It's just less cool, which I think the saxophone guy said or someone said. Someone said it was less (laughs) cool. Oh no, Emiliano Garcia said it was less cool.
1: I want this guy to do a saxophone intro for our podcast
0: (laughs) well if you're listening jack bertelli i'm listening we're all listening we're all listening all right guys that's it for the pod sorry we're closed episode 5000 uh until next time goodbye sorry We're closed.